everybody how y'all doing it is fruitful friday and today i want you to know that everything that you've been praying for it is coming so don't lose hope don't get discouraged because we've all been through spiritual warfare we've all been through unnecessary pain unnecessary drama so we thought it would be but haphazardly it is necessary to get you to your destiny to push you forward to give you the momentum to know that god is with you and he will never leave your side and so the title of today's podcast is around midnight and i say that because we understand that in scripture when paul and silas were in prison they began to sing songs and around midnight the prison doors began to open and not only that but also we love to sing the song that weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning well i want to encourage you that your morning time has come and that even in the midst of your midnight hour god's going to turn it around and so we must be compelled to always believe that all things work together for the good of those who love the lord regardless to what it looks like regardless to what you see because faith isn't about seeing it is about believing that god can do anything but fail and because he has given all of us the wherewithal to begin to press forward to begin to push if you ever have had a baby you would know that sometimes when it's closer to getting ready for you to have the child you'll begin to dilate you'll be begin to experience some type of pain to as an indication that okay this baby is coming and so maybe you're at the point of your life where it seems like it's not one thing it's another and it seems like you're just having so much pain so much difficulty but guess what once those contractions start and you begin to dilate to the necessary point and then you push out and you give birth to your child and that's the same way god is doing in our lives today yeah there may be some things that hurt more than others and sometimes it's uncomfortable we don't like going through it and we question god like why me why now or feel like did i do something in my past did i hurt somebody is this my punishment but nevertheless we must understand that you're yet being birthed you're yet being prepared in the birthing room to birth something so great so just like it happened for paul and silas around midnight and just like you sing the song late in the midnight hour god is going to turn it around I don't know what your midnight hour may look like. I don't know what your turning around may look like because I don't know your needs. But what I do know is that God will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Therefore, regardless to the pain, regardless to the suffering, you still got to make a commitment to praise God no matter what because he deserves our praise over material things over the things that we desire want or even need 
he is still worthy. And so we must believe that without a doubt, whatever promise he made us, that delay is not denial. And so around midnight, always remember that just as the doors opened for Paul and Silas as they were in prison, I don't know if sickness has tried to imprison you. I don't know if depression has tried to imprison you. I don't know if heartache or debt or any of those other things has tried to imprison you. But what I do know is that who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. So you must be encouraged no matter what, knowing that the race isn't given to the swift nor to the strong, but time and chance, they do occur to us all. And look at it like this. He's preparing you for something so great that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered to the heart of man. All the great things that God shall do in your life. So I pray that God will give you the long suffering. I pray that God would send you friends or accountability partners who would pray with you and encourage you to know that, yeah, this role may not be always easy, but you have a God who is yet working on your behalf. And there's nothing that enemy can do to stop what God ordained to be in your life. Because what God has for you is for you. And can't nobody take that away. But you have to keep on speaking it. And I know sometimes we say, Lord, um, I brought that to the Lord and it didn't happen. But you brought it to the Lord and then you turn around and say, it ain't going to happen, then that's doubt. That's not faith. And you can't have faith and doubt at the same time simply because it's like oil and vinegar. It just doesn't mix. It just doesn't work. However, when you say, God, I brought this to you. I take my hands off of it. Jesus, you take the wheel because I trust you. Even in this, this season that I'm in, I know that around midnight, you're going to turn this situation around. Now, hypothetically speaking, when we say around midnight, it doesn't have to necessarily be midnight itself, according to the standpoint of weather or the standpoint of the daytime. But whatever season you're in, you've got to believe that your prayers and your beginning to worship God will open doors for you that worrying and stress and complaining never will so we have to give thanks unto the lord always because he is good and his mercy is everlasting and it endures throughout all generations and so i admonish you to push continue to push pray until something happens just like in the delivery room they tell you to keep pushing and keep pushing because what happens is when you keep pushing you deliver a baby and so if you keep pushing and pushing no matter what you see no matter how bad it hurts no matter how much you just want to give up no matter how much if you were contemplating just throwing back it throwing in the towel you gotta keep pushing in order to birth forth and see the manifestation of the very things that you have been praying and believing god for why because he cares and indeed he understands 
The devil would have you to think that whatever you're going through is meant to last forever. But my dear brother and my sister, I encourage you to know that trouble do not last always. And we are to count it all joy, even when we're sick, even when money is acting funny, even when our children may not be lined up the way we want them to be, even when life seems to be throwing darts and arrows. We still got to give thanks unto the Lord because the reality is the fact that you woke up this morning is a divine indication that God has a plan that he is in work at work in your life. You are destiny's child. You were destined for greatness. You were destined to be healed. You were destined to be the generational curse breaker in your family. You were destined to have more than you ever dreamed of. You were destined to see your visions become reality. And so when we begin to speak well over all things instead of just falling down in the slump and perhaps having a pity party, we got to get ourselves up. We got to dust ourselves off and say, God, I know that you're with me and saying, God, I know that late in the midnight hour, you're going to turn this thing around and it's going to all work together for my good. And sometimes we may have to ask God, what is it that I'm doing wrong that I need to adjust in order for the manifestation of what I have been praying for? Because sometimes we could be the holdup of not receiving the things that we desire from the Lord. But wisdom says when we seek him only, his kingdom first, then all these things will be added unto us. And so it's very important that when we go to the Lord, it's not just to petition him to do material things or stuff like that, but also for him to give us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. It's also to ask him to help us in the midst of chaos keep our mind on him because indeed he will keep us in perfect peace look at your life right now and look at all the things that you've been through that you thought you would never survive that your enemies didn't want you to survive you know there are people out there who probably want you to lose there are probably people out there who are gambling on the fact that she's not going to make it he's not going to make it they're going to fail they're not going to fall they're going to fall but the devil is a lie because i prophesy over your life today that you will stand strong nothing is going to knock you down i don't care how strong the winds are i don't care how strong they blow you got to remember that your soul has been anchored in the lord you got to remember that the righteous run in and they find safety in the arms of Jesus. And there's no safer place to be than to be encamped around him and his angels that he has dispatched around your life. And I want you to know that God loves you so very much. And so do not become downtrodden. Do not become feeling defeated. Do not get into a place where you feel like, what is it all for? I've been fasting, I've been praying, I've been crying, but it seems like things haven't been turning around. But guess what? They are turning around because you're praying more. 
you're having faith more, you're reading your Bible more, and so in all things, the Bible declares that all things truly work together for the good of those who love the Lord. That means the good, the bad, the ugly, the things we understand and the things we don't. And so it's not up to us to try to figure out things, but it is our divine assignment by the auspices of the Holy Ghost to believe and to know and to not be backed down off of the fact that God is going to turn it around. God is going to do just what he said and that you will have sweatless victory and consecutive wins. So, I want you to know that around midnight, God has already predestined. He has already set aside an agenda. He has already made your schedule out of how your life is going to pan out. And it's going to be nothing but victory. So, hold your head up, my dear brother and sister. And know that sometimes it may rain, but guess what? The sun is going to shine again. Guess what? Sometimes the storms and the winds, they get so rough, but guess what? They're not going to knock you down. Everything the, men, the enemy meant for evil, God is going to transition it and cause it to work for your good. Which is why daily we must keep our mind on him. There's a song that says, Daily I will worship thee, Lamb of God who died for me, and extended endless mercy. Daily I will worship thee. And so what I love about that song is that it says daily I will worship him because why? He is the lamb who died for us. He came that we would have life and have it more abundantly. He came to set the captive free. He came that no sickness could hold us down. He came that no poverty or lack would be able to attach itself to our lives. And so what I want to let you know is that you don't have to wait till you get to heaven to see the favor of the Lord rest upon your life. You can see the goodness of the Lord now. For the Bible declares that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's one thing that I desire and is that which I seek after. And so when we seek after him, and don't worry about the small stuff. And sometimes that is easier said than done. Because when you're looking at bills and you're like, Lord, how am I going to pay this? How am I going to do that? Then it's hard not to worry. But what would worrying do? Worrying doesn't really produce anything that's positive. But what does worship do? Worship pulls down the strongholds. Worship pulls down the depression. Worship pulls down the sadness. And worship gives you the confidence to know that you serve a God who has never failed. That you serve a God who is already involved in your situation. That you serve a God who will make your situation better than it was before. That you serve a God that in the next 24 hours, 
can take everything the enemy meant for bad and cause it to work for your good. But we've got to believe that around midnight, things are changing. We got to believe that late in the midnight hour, God's going to turn it around. I don't know what your it is, but I know who he is. He is the man who has never lost a patient. He is the man who is the great comforter. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is whatever we need him to be, however long we need him to be. We can call on him in the midnight hour. We can call on him in the noonday. Doesn't even matter. He doesn't have a time restriction. He doesn't he's not like a prayer line where they stop taking calls after a certain hour you can call on him as many times as you want and as you desire and he will be sure to come and see about his children because that's the kind of god that we serve you messed up get back up dust yourself off because we fall down but the most important thing is that you get back up again the bible says that a lot righteous man can fall seven times but god will give them the tenacity to get back up so don't you know that whatever the enemy has planned whatever the enemy has plotted it simply will not work and that you are so much stronger than you think and a lot of times we don't really see it that way in the beginning but when we look at it going forward then we can say hey okay god i see what you're doing i understand where you're taking me i see how you're strengthening me because the bible declares that he will strengthen that which remains so perhaps there's some areas in which god wants to build you up even the more maybe there's some areas where god wants to weed out people who simply can't go where you're going because you're not that same person anymore and there's nothing wrong with that and there's no love lost but when you have a mandate on your life the reality of it is that god has changed you and when he changes you that means you got to change your circle and so at the end of the day we know that many are the afflictions of the righteous but god is able to deliver us from them all I can't say why any of us may have to cry because we may not understand that. We often go through things and we may not understand that, but we've got to understand that we are never alone. We've got to understand that nay and all these things, we are more than conquerors. We've got to understand that if God be for us, then who can be against us? We've got to understand that in this world we will have trouble but also more than that we will have triumph and so in the midnight hour god can turn your situation of sadness into the greatest joy into the greatest happiness that you've ever experienced you begin to walk up to people or around people and they'll be like i see a different glow about you it's something different and the glow is that God has increased your faith. He's increased your capacity to trust him over man, to trust him over the no, because the enemy's no cannot stop God's yes for your life. 
And so today I want to pray with you that you understand that around midnight, just as Paul and Silas begin to sing songs and the prison doors begin to open, I want you to know that whatever doors had been shut in your face, whatever thing and whatever may have tried to imprison you, it has got to set you free because why should we be bound when God went to Calvary to free us from every ailment that would try to attack our bodies, our minds, our relationships, our connections? There's no need to be. So let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you are indeed our strength and our redeemer. So God, we come to you now and It is in order, first and foremost, that we thank you for every single thing that you have done for us. And we don't take it for granted because you've been better to us than we could ever be to ourselves. We don't take it for granted because we understand somebody didn't wake up this morning. We don't take it for granted that even if you look at bills or we look at bills and they're high, at least we still have the money to pay for it. So in everything, give thanks because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. And so even though we've been made endure for a night, you've got to know that joy will come. Laughter will come. Peace will come. Deliverance will come. Joy will come will come and so i come against the spirit of anxiety i come against the spirit of fear i come against the spirit of you feeling like you're a failure simply because things haven't necessarily worked in the chronological order in which you felt they should we must trust that god is simply too wise to make a mistake so dear god in this season i pray for my brother and my sister that they would align themselves with the truth that you are with them and that everything is going to be okay and so they don't have to worry they don't have to fret they don't have to live in fear because you haven't given us the spirit of fear but that of power love and a sound mind and so we have a sound mind to worship you over the chaos we have love in our hearts because it is love that covers a multitude We decree and declare that we are healed because healing is the children's bread. And so around midnight, when Paul and Silas were in prison and they began to sing songs, the doors were open. And so I suggest to you that if you continue to praise God, if you continue to worship God and not slack up and not get in the mood and say, you know, I'm just tired, I didn't pray, I didn't cry, ain't nothing changed, you know, I give up. Don't give up because guess what? You are so much closer than you think. So God, help my brother and my sister to hold on just a little while longer to know that their change indeed is going to come. Let them know that this is not the end of their story. Let them know that better days indeed are en route for their lives. Let them know that even though they may have to cry, that the joy of the Lord is their strength. Let them know that you came, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. 
Let them know how significant their life is. Help them to know that we all go through things, but sometimes we may have to go through things just so we can come out on the other side of victory. And sometimes we may have to go through things just so the people who prayed against us and said we weren't gonna make it, who were betting on us to fall or fail, will see how we survived because you were on our side. And so, Lord, I pray that not just today, but every single day, that my brother and my sister would know that they are loved and that things are going to get better. And it is only up from here. And so, be not weary in well-doing, because in due season you shall reap a harvest of blessings if you faint not. Which means that you got to keep holding on. Which means you got to keep praying which means you've got to keep seeking his face, which means that early in the morning shall we seek him, which means that no tactic that the enemy tries, their voodoo won't work, their diabolical plots against you won't work, their gossiping won't work, their rumors about you won't work. It will not stop the hand of God from being upon your life. So around midnight, just as those doors open, you gotta also know that doors of opportunity are getting ready to open for you. Doors of favor are getting ready to open for you. Doors of financial increase are getting ready to open for you. And that debt is being canceled. You're gonna be able to call places and they say, oh, you don't owe anything. Well, you're gonna be able to call places and they say, you know, don't worry about it. It's okay. People are going to come up to you and bless you. People you don't even know. But it's important that we speak those things daily. It's important that we do not give in to the enemy's devices that want to make us give up, lose hope, and make us feel like we don't matter or make us feel like our prayers haven't been heard or God isn't listening or he's mad at us, or we're just not gonna ever receive what we've been believing him for. But I prophesy over your life that you are indeed next in line for the greatest miracle, blessing, and breakthrough that you have ever, ever seen. And so because of that, my dear brother and my sister, you got to keep pushing. No matter how bad the contractions of life may hurt you no matter how bad the contractions of life may make you feel like oh my god i can't take this pain you've got to keep pushing why because pain produces purpose and purpose ultimately will lead you to your destiny and so because of that you've got to say devil you are under my feet and god you are exhausted forevermore because let God be true and every other thing be a lie. So I speak that you will have peace. I speak that you will have joy. I speak that God will supernaturally send you help that you need to get by in this season. Genuine friends, friends who will hold you accountable, friends who will be there for you, not just when it's convenient for them, but consistent friends because you need people who are praying. You need like-minded believers 
two depressed people ain't gonna work. If you depressed, you can't be around other people that are depressed too, because how are you gonna be delivered from that dysfunction if you still hanging around with it? And that's no harm or no foul, and that's no, no at no cost trying to cast aspirations upon what they're going through, because of course it does matter. But sometimes when you're going through something, you have to love people from a distance when you know that you both are struggling from the same thing simply because spirits beget spirits and then you begin to fall back into that hopeless pit of feeling like okay god i'm tired it's not gonna work i give it up i throw in the towel and so god give us the wherewithal to keep holding on god give us the wherewithal to know that you've healed our bodies before so whatever we're going through now is no match for you. You may not have gone through the things that the woman with the issue of blood did, but maybe you've been suffering in silence for 12 years, but God is still able to deliver you from that because you've got to be compelled by your faith. Maybe for 12 years, you've watched your family suffer from addiction or discord or drama but it's never too late for god to step in and change the trajectory of that either so when we pray we must never pray amiss but we must pray with confidence and we must say god your word said prove me won't i show you great and marvelous things and god will show you great and marvelous things and so weeping may but joy will and so late in the midnight hour whatever your midnight hour may be god we believe that you are yet turning it around for our good that good news is coming and bad news has to flee we believe that you are going to cause goodness and mercy to follow us all the days of our lives and so god we bless you for who you are we thank you that you never gave up on us even in the midst of the times when we wanted to give up on ourselves you stood with us because you believed in us when other people who said they would always be there walked out you yet remained and so god our faithfulness and our devotion and our being devoted belongs to you because you are the apple of our eye as we are the apple of your eye and so god we trust you we don't lean to our own understanding we don't be anxious for anything because we've already made our request made unto you and so to make a request known unto you and to still worry would signify that maybe our faith isn't as strong as it should be simply because when we take it to the lord we gotta leave it there we can't pick it back up and fall into that pit of hopelessness fall into that pit of feeling shame guilty or like a black sheep or feeling like we're all alone because you're never alone you may feel lonely sometimes but guess what you're never alone because god promise to be with us even until the ends of the earth so wherever you are god is with you not only is god with you but he has angels surrounding you so god we thank you for the angels surrounding us 
We thank you for angels doing warfare on our behalf because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers of darkness and things in high places. And so, God, we turn our back away from the pain and we apply pressure to our prayers. We apply pressure into believing that you're going to do a new thing. We apply pressure until our faith is increased all the more. We apply pressure to our prayer life. We apply pressure to faith that says, it may not happen yet, but I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to manifest. I know that God didn't bring me this far to leave me. And that's the mentality that we've got to hold on to. Because Paul and Silas, they could have given up. They could have just sat in the prison, not said a word. But something compelled them to, even in that place that they were in, to still sing and still worship. And so let that be symbolic to you. Whatever place you're in, whatever situation you're in, that has caused bondage, that has caused you to feel like you're locked up, let it be a divine indicator to you that when you worship God just as he did, that doors will open, things will change, and that your life will never be the same. Many of you have been boggled down with depression, with anxiety, with fear, because of things that you're going through in your life. It's like, Lord, how am I going to make it without this? Lord, how am I going to accomplish this? Well, even when you and your were in your mother's womb, God had a divine plan and destiny for your life. And so you cannot worry. You've just got to trust that it's already done. And so, God, we trust you. We trust your sovereignty. We trust your plan. We trust your will. And we believe that you are the God who can do and specialize in the very thing that seem impossible. There's nothing too big for you and there's nothing too small for you. And so what needless pain we bear all because we simply do not take everything to God in prayer. And so we stand in solidarity today to say, God, we give it all to you. To say, Lord, take the wheel, God, and we'll sit on the passenger side and we'll just trust you and we know that you will lead us into the right place. We understand that you will cause blessings. You will cause men to give unto our bosom that there will be no more room to receive. We believe that we are healed from the crown of our heads until the sole of our feet. <coughs> Excuse me. We believe that you are doing a new thing in our lives. So that means we thank you for new connections, new friendships, new opportunities, new doors, and that the devil, he has lost yet another one. He will continue to lose rounds in our life. If the devil wants to fight, a fight is what he's going to get. Because if God be for you, he is more than the world could ever be against you. And because this battle is not ours, it belongs to the Lord. That means it's a fixed fight. You get the victory, but always give him the glory. He has done great things, so let us bless his holy name at all times. There may be times you don't even feel like it. There may be times when... 
your heart may be heavy. There may be times where you may be questioning your mere existence. But you've got to know if God didn't want you here for a reason, then you still wouldn't be here. There are many funeral homes lined up or packed with people. But the fact that you're still here means that Jeremiah 29 and 11 is hovering over your life. It's hovering over your home. It's hovering over your children. And it is the divine anointing that destroys the yoke. So God, we believe that you will come in, that you will make everything whole, that you will restore things back unto us double, that you will give us such a peace and such a joy that when people see us, they say there's something different about you. God, we thank you that around midnight, everything that has tried to hold us down, that has tried to make us feel like we weren't good enough, that has tried to make us feel like we weren't worthy, that has tried to make us feel like we weren't going to make it, that has tried to make us feel like life or the enemy has won, we cast that down right now in the name of Jesus because there is no failure in God. For we are more than conquerors through you, Christ Jesus. And before we take it back, we will add more to it. Because who God called, he also justified. And so that the son who God has set free is free indeed. So he wants you to be free from worry. He wants you to be free from stress. He wants you to be free from unforgiveness. He wants you to be free from rehearsing the past so that you can have a reversal so that you can walk into your present and future day promise because God has a promise for your life. God loves you too very much to leave you stuck in miry miry clay. I'm sorry. And so the enemy wants you to believe that, oh, see, you keep going through these sicknesses you fasting and you're praying and then here's something else happens. So what's the point? No, no, no. That is the enemy. And we must ignore him simply because he's a trickster. He's mad. He's in hell and he want to take everybody with him. But guess what? You got to speak over yourself and say, hell lost another one because you ain't going because God has his hand on your life. I may not know your story, but I'm excited about the testimony that I know is getting ready to be birthed forth out of your life. And so I speak divine favor over your life. I speak that you are the head and not the tail. I speak that you are above and not beneath. I speak that depression can't hold you because the joy of the Lord is your strength. I speak that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but guess what? God is able to deliver us from them all. And so be not weary, but continue to trust God, just as Paul and Silas did, to probably not even really know that when they begin to sing those songs of praise and worship, that God would open the doors and they would be set free. And so it is important that when we're going through things, just like David, had to encourage himself sometimes we look to our friends to encourage us 
and that's cool that's good because we all need somebody that we can vent to but the reality of it is there's nothing like taking everything to god in prayer because your friends and your family are not going to always have the divinity and the divine answers that you need for the season and where you're going but when we seek his face wholeheartedly and take it to his feet and lay it there then therefore he has the authority to say rule reign and presidents over our lives and say my daughter my son do not worry be not anxious don't be afraid because i have heard your prayers i have seen your tears and what he wants you to know is that life is already getting better and that he is already on the scene and that he is already fighting warfare on your behalf and so you will no longer be in a place of feeling like you will never win or feeling like you're gonna always be the black sheep or feeling like you were created in a life just to be unhappy that's not so maybe you've been in a situation where your family has struggled with generational curses but don't you know that god created you to be a generational curse breaker don't you know that god created you to be the first millionaire in your family we must trust god and never doubt but take him at his word that round midnight and that when weeping comes joy is going to follow but joy is just not going to follow just to visit joy is going to come to stay and that i come against those who may be using vices just to cover up the pain and the suffering because food isn't gonna make it better sexual lust isn't gonna make it better material things won't make it better but taking everything to the lord and saying god i trust you beyond what i see i trust you beyond what i feel i trust you beyond what the world is suggesting because when we go by our feelings it can cause us to see things in a way in which things really aren't simply because we walk by faith and not by sight and so emotions there really are not facts because emotions change one minute you could be happy one minute you could be sad one minute you can be indifferent but he has made us glad and so we thank god by the divine auspices of the holy ghost that from this day forward you would know that around midnight your situation is going to change that doors are going to open the very doors that were shut in your face god is busting out windows allowing you to crawl through to have a seat at the table where your enemies will have to see how god has made a way for you in spite of their prayers in spite of their rumors in spite of the gossip in spite of everything that people wished bad upon you god is yet going to raise you up and so i pray today that you know that you are loved that you know that you are special that you know that you are deserving and that you know that if god before you he is more than that sickness he is more than that debt 
he is more than that loneliness could ever be. He cancels out and he outweighs all of that. So God, help your people to know that the joy of the Lord is their strength. Help your people to know that trouble doesn't last always. Help your people to know that we have come this far by faith. Help your people to know that after we have suffered a while, that you will come in, set, settle, and establish some things. Help your people to know that it is not over till you say that it's over, but because you are the Prince of Peace. You are the great counselor. You are the great physician. You are the lawyer who's never lost a case. That things in, in our life are going to line up according to your will. So we don't have a reason to be afraid. We don't have a reason to feel like things aren't going to change. But instill within us the confidence, the wherewithal, just as your scripture has declared that even greater work shall we do, that we stand on that word, that we stand wholeheartedly, that things that have tried to keep us in bondage has got us, set us free. Because why should we be bound when you died that we might be free? We bless you and we honor you and we decree and declare that it is so.